Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Greetings and welcome on board the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show, On The Mark. I'm Mr. Mark Lawrence. As the deep voice man indicated, there is a Mr. Ben Reikley right across from me. He's uh, one of hundreds of owners of a fine local business in the central Susquehanna Valley. So, a Republican committee person, a conservative, Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA member, Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way supporter, and... And uh, let's see, what else? Just an American. A bar fly. No, I'm just kidding. No, I've, I've, uh, <laughs> I've been to a couple places. Been to a couple taverns. Uh, actually, uh, maybe we'll get into it a little bit. Uh, very uh, good event last night for the uh, Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce over at Three Beards up on the hill. Oh, you above, went to uh, Above Spyglass Winery. Uh, beautiful setting. Yeah, I wish I could have uh, gone to that night. Beautiful I love that setting. beer. And uh, in the evening, it all lit up at night, so you could... Uh, it was almost like a place on the hill, but you had to find your way to get there. Anyway, you take the side road up to the back road behind Spyglass, but Tom Webb and his staff has done an excellent job, and the three gentlemen who are bearded, mm-hmm. uh, noted Three Beards uh, Brewery, I believe, uh, look for an opening... Maybe soft opening in March into April, but uh, very, okay. uh, very unique of venue and uh, excellent. I, I will, I will say this: uh, the uh, three times I have been there, it's a very, very positive atmosphere. But boy, what a, what a great venue over there! So uh, that's one more place that. Uh, People can get to around here to enjoy some beverages of the adult uh, type and a uh, great uh, opportunity to take a uh, designated driver and drink responsibly. Spyglass, of course, a great go-to place for a lot of people for concerts. Three Beards, uh, probably uh, you know one of the best-known uh, craft brews in Pennsylvania, and they are growing super popular. They come up to our uh, River Festival or check that the uh, wine and brew event that's put on by SRI each year, and uh, yeah, so and it, it's my favorite. It's really the one craft beer that I like. Is one of their well. Products, if you so. look at our area, you can get a designated driver, and you can go down to Seals Grove and enjoy one of the uh, finer places uh, that uh, uh, Steve and Heather have had in the Seals Grove Brew Pub, and of course the Q Brews there. Then work your way over to Mifflinburg to Rusty Rail. Oh, that over, Brew Trail. Yeah, come over to Sunbury and enjoy you. the finer things in Sunbury, which we're going to get into. And we'll let the uh, maybe the mayor can point out the uh, finer establishments for uh, craft brewery. But there is a great brewer in downtown Sunbury. We have their spokesman on the line. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> good morning, Kurt. Oh, good morning, everyone. <laughs> I know you're not a you're not a spokesperson for a brewery. That was a lame attempt at humor. So thank you so much for checking in. Kurt Karlovich, mayor of Sunbury, is on the line. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. 
Hey, thanks for having me this morning, Mark. I do appreciate that. I I, I am left with a, a key question that I've been wanting to ask you for a while. How was the big New Year's Eve party from your perspective? We heard from some of the hundreds of people were there. They had a blast. You were, of course, a prime pusher and promoter and organizer. How was it from the mayor's viewpoint? It was extremely busy, but it was a great success for everyone involved, especially your volunteers that came down to help with it. Okay, super. So that's a success, and you've started some planning for next year already? Most definitely. Oh, good. Well, yeah, keep that up then. All right, uh, well, uh, dead serious question now. UPMC Sunbury is going to close a few operations this week or next week and then some more in the month ahead. Uh, the response is underway, regional response. Big, bring us up to date with the response to the, the UPMC Sunbury closure. So we've had numerous um, employees reaching out to the office, residents reaching out, organizations, um, elected officials. Everyone is trying to find a solution for the um, Sunbury Hospital that's located within our community because this shutdown doesn't only affect Sunbury, it affects the outlining um, more rural areas of America and our local communities. And I just want to assure everyone, even though um, there is no way to actually stop the shutdown, Um, There are local municipality um, elected officials, such as myself, other communities, our state representative, Linda Slago-Culver, Senator Gordner, um, all kinds of other organizations. They're all networking and constantly meeting, and everyone is trying to find a solution to pull in partners and other organizations to see what can we actually bring to Sunbury for that property and work with UPMC together. Is there a next step that's starting to emerge? Uh, right now, it is still too early. Everyone is still doing all of their meetings, but there should be a more um, clear answer in the following weeks. What's the impact of the UPMC Sunbury closure, in your view? Outline what what happens when, when that building's uh, idle. So here at City Hall, we're more worried about the urgent care needs of our community members and the behavioral health, because that is a large concern in the local area, and especially with the influx, um, the additional influx of patients to the surrounding hospitals themselves, because our Sunbury Clinic, um, I believe they've seen roughly twelve to 15,000 ER patients in one year. So all those patients are going to have to go to another hospital, so we're hoping that the other hospitals, um, we're not going to be seeing longer wait times at their ERs and um, that, they're able go- that they're going to be able to um, handle it all. What will be happening there once UPMC Sunbury closes out? They operate the mental health unit, I think, on the fourth floor, so that will be curtailed. But there are some other facilities. There's a, there's a nursing operation there. What will be left at the hospital? Yeah, so that, that long-time um, care unit, um, they are contracted, so they will be remaining there. They will be open um, to visitors and their patients. So that is not shutting down. Um, That was in the Daily Items article yesterday as well, to give everybody an update. All right, fabulous. Uh, Ben Reichley's here, my good co-host, Ben. Yeah, Kurt, I I would just ask, what what was the secret going on, uh, you know, now the response, but, you know, before this uh, announcement... Uh, the hospital was uh, seeking some tax uh, abatements, uh, trying to get some some understanding uh, within the county uh, what was going on. But it, it was certainly not hidden that they were uh, not in uh, operating, uh, as we say, no in pun intended, black. good health. Uh, so, so now, you know, they make a business decision, and now 
the tide has changed, I guess. Now people are, are, are going to be responsive to the hospital. Because my point is, sitting on the board years and years ago, uh, and I've heard this comment by a number of business people, it, you know, did, did the hospital leave Sunbury or did Sunbury and the community leave its hospital? And to answer that, my opinion is, it's, I would say it's a mixture of everything. So I view it as an outside organization coming into more rural America. Um, our area is not used to UPMC. And also, the actual functions of our hospital itself um, throughout the previous years have been kind of dwindling down. Um, community members have been going elsewhere for more um, long-term needs running health care. Um, so it's, it's, this, this shutdown really does come as a reminder to all local municipalities, all organizations that do come in that want to invest in communities. If there is an issue or if you need assistance, go to your local elected officials, go to your local community leaders and talk to them about this because the only way anyone can find a solution to make organizations better is to actually network and talk to see what all we can bring to the table and assist. Well, you, you would hope, like I said before, you, number of years ago, that was a tax-paying entity. And Northumberland County, the city of Sunbury, the school district, I mean, people could have really got on board and, and supported that. Plus, again, they were paying taxes. So that was a very positive. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we're, we're here now and, uh, you know, trying to resurrect a you know a, a situation but you know at, at some point the business of medicine comes into it and uh, they feel they couldn't make a go of it now is there another business of medicine that can go in there behavioral health uh, some urgent o- care one know, of our listeners says good morning why not form? try to get why not try to get all the local doctors and therapists to move into the hospital and maybe urgent care there but there is negotiations going on with some of the doctors now but uh, I think Kurt you mentioned it earlier it's going to take some time to find out what the opportunities and options are and that might be a couple weeks month six weeks exactly and we do have to remember that UPMC does own and control the property itself. Can you uh, let us know, do they also have ownership in the old Buttercrust Bakery building? I am not sure of that. Okay, because that's a rumor that's been uh, thrown out uh, that's come up. But, uh, yeah, so I- I- until you can find out what the options are on the uh, on the building and, and the properties, uh, you know, it can be subleased uh, from uh, UMPC, uh, I-, I guess, it, it, you know, you're going to have to... I guess get the ducks in a row and then figure out uh, which ones move forward. Exactly. Um, even though this is right now as a, um, a time of sadness because everybody's so used to having a hospital here for 125 years almost, uh, we, we must be open-minded. I do not foresee an actual Sunbury Community Hospital as we've had in the last 125 years, but I do foresee some form of a health care system in place for Sunbury on that property. Just to tell exactly what will come to it. Oh, I hope so. But, you know, the people who feel they were used to the hospital, like I said, how many of the people in the area actually supported that hospital? Yeah, too few, apparently. All right, we'll give you the last word on the UPMC hospital uh, closure and this big response that's underway. Uh, Anything else to add, Kurt? 
Uh, not regarding UPMC. It's still too soon to know. Um, like I said, all kinds of people, um, elected officials, organizations, members of the public, they're all networking and having their meetings and then coming together. All right. Uh, 2020, what will this year bring in Sunbury? So 2020, just like 2018, 2019, um, every year seems to get busier and busier here because we are moving forward for the benefit of everyone we're trying to. Um, the police department itself, I am looking at hiring a couple more full-time officers this year. We're going to be doing additional training for officers, management of the, the department. Um, we are in the process or at least going to look at the future for accreditation of the entire police department unit itself. Um, we're also searching for funding options such as grant, um, look, different kinds of loans that are available to municipalities regarding the actual police department building itself because we did get that architectural um, design that's slated at, I believe, $1,045,000 um, to redo an empty warehouse that the city does own on Chestnut Street, Caddy Corner from the Albright Center. Um, if that was to happen, that would be absolutely amazing because we're going to be reinvesting into the actual community. We're going to be reinvesting into a city-owned property that's already off the tax row, so we don't have to worry about that um, being removed any longer. And then it's going to make the um, local property values boost as well, because now instead of a home sitting next to an empty warehouse that's not being used hardly, it's going to be sitting next to a completely refurbished building that's um, used by the community. Uh, and then um, also our Sunbury Community Pool. Um, not a lot of people are aware of this, but it was built in 1960. Um, many communities in the area had to close their other pools due to disrepair, um, maintenance expenses, and low revenues. But we were fortunate to keep it open for so long. Our pool attendance did increase by actually 15% between 2018 and 2019. And over 5,200 paid admissions alone came in in 2019. And this figure... Um, just make sure this figure doesn't include any of the free admission days that are sponsored by our local businesses and organizations, which those um, free sponsored days actually bring in between two and 300 people for that event. Um, the last major, actually, renovation of the pool was completed in 1999, and since then, the time and sun has taken an actual toll on our pool surface, which is deteriorating and causing the plaster to loosen and crumble, making the surface rough and even sharp in some places. And this does pose a risk to our visitors. Uh, so last year, we consulted with a commercial pool designer and a builder to assess what are the actual needs and the condition of our pool because we do not want to close it. Um, this is um, this is an, an icon for our community still. Um, so the pool does need a complete renovation, and um, the project's going to include cutting out existing seams um, with a margin of several inches of concrete on either side, pouring new concrete, installing expansion joints with modern material that better withstands the expansion and contraction. Um, the project's also going to entail removing loose crumbling plaster, followed by resurfacing where needed. And then the entire surface of the pool will be painted with a special sealant to protect the plaster from harmful effects of the sunlight and the mineral imbalances within the water. And this cost of the entire renovation is estimated to be between $150,000 and $175,000. And the city is seeking to raise these funds, because we do not want to use our tax dollars for this. So we are seeking to raise these funds through a combination of different grants and the generosity of multiple donors. So it is our hope um, that people do come forward, and um, if they are able to assist, hopefully they can assist us with this great project.
All right, so we got a big pool update coming. Well, fabulous. We'll look for that. you got an open mic to talk about these campaigns. One quickie question as it relates to the police station. Some of our listeners asked the question, why not renovate the existing M&T Bank building and or merge over to the various uh, restaurant building, uh, conglomerize those, and put a police department there? So, unfortunately, those two buildings are not suitable for the needs of an emergency service. It, do not, it does not have off-street parking for the property itself. It does not have egress and ingress um, for the buildings, uh, multiple floors of the buildings, the condition of the buildings, and then the condition of various property as well. So uh, the, co- the police department building searching committee actually looked into the current structure itself, and it's just not deemed suitable, suitable at all. And we are actually in the process of having a third party um, getting prepared to go in and do a complete um, review of the um, existing structure right now because there's too much um, to actually list on their radio. I don't think your listeners have that time. Okay, so uh, that, that building's just not on. Of course, the various building has got some significant issues, so uh, I think you'd probably spend more money, plus you'd take the various building off the tax rolls, so you don't want to do that if that's avoidable. Uh, and Anything else to add? An additional comment, Mayor. Thanks for checking in, but go right ahead. Any- program, the Strategic Management Planning Program. And what that is, it's a deep dive analysis of the city's financial standing and an actual five-year look ahead regarding the budget, our operations, the administration, and actually it will give recommendations to us as the city leaders on how to proceed for the city's future to help benefit everyone. So we are definitely looking forward to this project. So, so Mayor, that lays out the priorities for year-to-year, three years, five years, and at the end of that period, you can see the accomplishments and based on on what your strategic analysis is for the city? Yes. And what what is, you know, police departments seem to be the number one priority to come in to, to get that revamped. Of course, now they need a new building. Uh, you know, you talked about the pool a little bit, but is there an economic priority you're looking for? I, I see the city has signed up to be involved with a uh, economic uh, uh, redevelopment group, and uh, the city is falling under a uh, government, uh, I, I don't know the uh, the proper terms they're calling, but basically a uh, uh, keystone opportunity zone, but the, in, in some regards I see the, so the city has taken some initiative there for, for some economic development. Yes, so everyone has been completely busy meeting, like I said, um, in all aspects. Our city administrator, Jody Ocker, she's been great in uh, pursuing everything. We're informing her, hey, this is what we need. She's going out, she's pulling, she's networking, she's pulling together all these organizations, finding the information, and she's um, bringing it to council for us to decide on, well, this is the direction we're looking to go. Well, this is a joint venture with the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, uh, uh, the, the initiative that includes the uh, city of Sunbury and the and Schmokin, and I think a small piece of Danville. But this is out of the uh, tax reform that was passed, where the regiment or the uh, Trump administration has has formed these, when I say opportunity zones, if that's the proper terminology. So Sunbury's looking to take advantage of that, and and then hopefully uh, economic development can can be be uh, spurred on. Mm-hmm. And in the coming weeks, we're actually going to have more information regarding that because there is a large, um, like a meeting slash convention um, that is trying to be planned by uh, Councilman Chris Reese. 
All right, fabulous. We'll stay in touch with that. Please check in from time to time and keep us up to date on all of these projects and your many endeavors and the hard work. You and Jody are uh, just busy down there, busy, busy, and so is Jim Iser and Chris and the rest of council. So a lot going on. The city's marching forward. Thank you so much, Kurt. Thanks for calling in. No problem. Thank you, and thank you to all of your listeners, and make sure to come visit Sunbury. Thanks, Mark. Uh, you betcha. That is uh, Mayor Kirk Karlovich of the city of Sunbury. Uh, we appreciate his update today. We'll take a quickie break. Uh, we'll open up the phone lines, and uh, uh, we will hear from you. We can talk about impeachment. Maybe you have a remark or a question about the mayor's uh, words about the police department and moving the police department or the pool update or the UPMC uh, response. Uh, call us now, one 800 795 59565 is our open phone, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com or text us at 70236. On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. If you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai from Sunbury Motors Hyundai. And wow, did you want to have a fun day in 2019? Sunbury Motors increased their year-over-year new Hyundai sales by a whopping 70%. Customers near and far are no Noticing the savings at Sunbury Motors Hyundai. 2020 Hyundai Tucson's have a discount of over $4,000. New Tucson's start at $22,863 with $25 in stock. Sunbury Motors has 12 2020 Hyundai Konas in stock starting at $22,585. Save up to $28,35 on your next new Kona. 70% increase in sales is huge. And so are the savings at Sunbury Motors Hyundai. Choose from 20 Hyundai Santa Fe's with savings up to $45,71. All new Hyundais come with America. America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Hurry to Sunbury Motors Hyundai to see how they increase sales by 70%. Sunbury In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Steve Jones Show later today. 3 to 5 p.m. Matt Catrillo is the producer of the show. they got a wide range of fabulous guests. They'll preview uh, the uh, Penn State games. They'll review some of the Penn State games. And Penn State playing good basketball. All right, Probably yeah, they're uh, going to the NCAA tournament if they keep it up. Yep, they're just playing super and uh, rolling over opponents. And, of course, you can hear the Penn State Nittany Lions basketball team on WKOK. And we had the Penn State Nittany Lions basketball coaches show on WKOK last night right before uh, the uh, right before the wrestling match. Mm. Uh, one of our good listeners says, ask the mayor, what does the mayor think about property tax reassessment? I'm sorry, that email just popped up on our screen. It just took a while to get here. So we will forward that uh, to him and then ask him. That, of course, will be a county function, but he certainly, as our listener uh, points out, Probably might have an opinion. Reassessment? I think reassessment might be interesting to do every time you take a census. Mm. You do a tax reassessment. Really? $3 million every 10 years? Well, look what it's going to bring in. Let's say every 15 years. But you look at when some of these communities have done a reassessment, look how things change. I wonder uh, if you could have a uh, uh, a reassessment savings account that you, uh, why don't we do it every 20 years, and then every year you put uh, $200,000 into well, it to pay for it. Well, with new technology, 
what does it cost to really reassess? We're not talking about what it w- the way it was done 40 years ago, 30 years ago. So with new technology, does reassessment become more efficient, and does that $3 million go down? But, uh, you know, yeah. and, and also, too, if you're a county commissioner and you're running on reassessment, you're probably not going to get reelected because it's probably not that popular. But is it fair to the constituents of a county not to have proper assessments of tax taxes mean well no it's not fair but how a third of the county's happy they're getting it's not fair to them it's a bonus to them well it's unfair to the lower third well at some point when do you get some equity in within your uh taxation so uh yeah for for the folks who are paying uh, minimum taxes because their properties haven't been reassessed uh what you know but i i would i believe that there's a uh, there's technology now that would lower that cost and the efficiencies would be there. But, Mark, I'd say 20 years, yeah, but maybe 15 is the number. 10 might be too soon. Uh, but uh, you would you would hope that the uh, property tax assessments would be uh, far more equitable. Right, uh, get them up to date. Well, you live in Snyder County, right? Or mm-hmm. your, your assessments are older than ours, I believe, so... <laughs> yeah, point taken. You're you're back in the seventies. Point taken. So you're how, living in the seventies, man. Yeah. How, how much <laughs> mo- how much money is the county actually losing? Well, or how much how, and how much are they sticking it to people that should have that are over assessed? Well, that, that and that could be too. You know. So uh, and you know when when properties change, if you have a warehouse that becomes a multifamily living quarter, you know where's the assessment changing there? Do you get spot you know. assessed if you do that? Well, I would hope they'd have spot assessments. Okay. You, you hope if somebody adds, uh, if you, you know, like I said, your house in Northumberland, uh, a, a nice 3,000-square-foot ranch, when you added that 2,000-square-foot uh, uh, sunroom, did Northumberland County come to reassess you? <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Uh, we've made all kinds of improvements in our neighborhood, and I've never seen the assessor in our, uh, you know, walking around Nori. Uh, and I, it's, uh, it's I live in the 1300 block of Duke Street. Incidentally, uh, don't come poking around. <laughs> it's uh, the a dirty little secret, I guess. The uh, as taxes are the roller coaster in our lives called taxes that we all ride. We do have an email related to assessment, so we'll read that in the radio. We'll wrap up that conversation. We will talk about Fox News and impeachment. Uh, when we return, Ben Reichley's the good co-host, fabulous producer, Rob Center. On the other side of the glass, you're the star of the show. We'll be talking to you during the 9 a.m. hour. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Great things. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the Mark, the deep voice man fails to mention the superlative work of our producer, Rob Santer, and the fabulous connection that you have to the show. That is the toll-free line. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com or text us at 70236. On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. We do have some brief news headlines. 
headlines. Watson Town Police say they're charging a woman with harboring a dangerous dog after an attack earlier this week. They say the dog of Albertina Foot of Watson Town got loose and attacked a person and their dog. And both the female victim of the attack and the other dog were injured. Foot Police say is charged with harboring a dangerous dog and failing to keep her dog properly confined. Those were filed at the Office of Magistrate Michael Deal. Incident happened around 4 p.m. Wednesday on Pennsylvania Avenue. Mm-hmm. U.S. Senator Bob Casey on the new line express, uh, news line expressing some concerns about the ongoing impeachment trial proceedings. He held a national news conference call with reporters. And Senator Casey said if the president isn't convicted, he will have ignored a rebuke that could have reined in some of his behaviors. The president at that time was, I think, both acting in a triumphant manner, emboldened by saying, they didn't get me or they didn't lay a glove on me with his testimony, so now I can pursue this scheme to investigate a political opponent and interfere in the next elections. And as for uh, some of the people not paying attention despite drinking plenty of milk? The overwhelming percentage of senators are there (laughs) the entire time listening intensively, but that's why you have an open process. Reporters can observe what senators are doing, and if they're doing something else, that should be reported. To do impartial justice under the Constitution and laws, you've got to pay attention, because this is not a simple story. And then you'll hear from U.S. Senator Pat Toomey, an upcoming newscast on WKOK. And let's see, some other news here briefly. As he heads into the 2020 election, President Donald Trump will become the first sitting president ever to address who today? It's the uh, Marshall Life Rally, Perfect. He takes the stage today. Other presidents have done video hookups in the past. This will be the first time the president has ever been at the rally. It's, the, of course, the anti-abortion gathering in the nation's capital. Hundreds of thousands of people are expected. The move is uh, Trump's latest nod uh, to make sure that he shores up his white evangelical voters, most of whom, many of whom, not most of whom, many of whom, will be at the big pro-life rally today. Well, it's going to be a mixed group. Group. They'll be, they'll be, ra- all races will be there, and well, genders will be there. I mean, it's uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not a white rally. It's a no, no, it's, an, a, it's an American rally. Yeah, I'm sorry, I might have b- misjumbled that. AP's got uh, Trump's uh, farther down the story. The AP has Trump's interest in shoring up the white evangelical vote, and they'll be well represented today. But you're well, right; I think it should trying, be a very diverse I think rally. He, yeah, it's AP. Uh, go figure, AP. No, it's the evangelical vote. But this is this is very positive, and an organization that has been growing over the decades and the other groups the other ladies march the one with the uh, pink hats and uh, no, the you women's know, march yeah running around when trying is that? to is blow that up, up blow up the white house uh, th- those folks have been dwindling so uh, no th- this is a a big deal for uh, for america that you can go and you can uh, uh, protest or you can be an activist for t- whichever so if the women's march is for women's rights they feel that's positive well good if the March for Life is for pro-life, and these people feel, well, hey, that's that's excellent, because in a number of countries, you don't have this ability. And uh, when is the Women's March? 
I have not marked that on my calendar, but uh, oh. we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll certainly hear about it. It was on or about the inauguration. <laughs> because this will hardly be covered by the uh, mainstream media. Uh, the the women's, women's Mart that will bring in uh, minimal folks will be over-covered by the uh, media. So we'll, we'll hear about it. I don't think so. They, I, no, I, think I think the think March for Life gets tons of coverage. Although people have argued uh, that they don't think it gets enough. Hold on. When Madonna is uh, uh, up there saying she wants to blow up the White House, and then, uh, oh, shoot, which one? of the sisters was uh, um, oh, Judd, one of the Judge sisters. I'm a nasty woman. You know, when she was up there screaming that. That was on every media. Come on. I, I, mean, I remember Madonna saying that. Yeah, yeah, you have a good memory. That was, what, three years ago. Good for you. All right, finally, if you wish to vote President Donald Trump out of office, you have to be an American. So Neil Young did what it was necessary. He's a Canadian citizen, but now has dual citizenship. He was granted U.S. citizenship and obtained his naturalization documents in Los Angeles yesterday with his wife, Daryl Hannah, present, mm. says Rolling Stone. Uh, later, he had a picture of himself standing next to an American flag uh, saying, Democrats registered to vote here. Young, who was born in Toronto, said uh, one of his main interests in becoming a U.S. citizen is that he, uh, like uh, slightly less than half the country, wishes to vote President Trump out of office. Mm, that'll be interesting poll numbers. I'm not sure Neil Young will be a difference maker, <laughs> but uh, we welcome him to the United States because he went the right way. But uh, he wasn't a legal immigrant from 1966 till 1970 when he got his green card. Um, I don't know... What would you say? I, you know, I want to live with a cinnamon girl, or <laughs> Russ never sleeps. I wouldn't even know where to begin. I have keep so on rocking songs. in the free world. Jeez, you're listening to my favorite songs. You must be listening to Live Russ. That you just like went down <laughs> one side of the CD. So, all right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. We're enjoying open phones. Call us immediately. We can talk about the impeachment. Uh, one of our uh, good listeners sends us a note about reassessment. Very briefly, here it says, "Good morning." There was, There is talk about reassessing properties in Northumberland County. I'm okay with this. I think everyone should pay their fair share. They say it would cost $3 million to the county, but I think it would only cost about $100,000 if homeowners get their own appraisal. That would save the county money. Yeah, good luck. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't think people are going to go for that. Yeah, now the homeowner, you might want to get an appraisal as a homeowner for your insurance, uh, your insurance company, uh, uh, your uh, mortgage company, your bank you know, would, would like that. But, yeah, I doubt that, and I don't think $100,000 would cover it. However, I do believe you can go down from $3 million. We talked about the pro-life rally a little bit. The president, first time in the history of the world, going to address them in person. Mike, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, good morning. Before I talk about the uh, <clears throat> pro-life rally and the president being there, I would just like to mention that I was a Republican until just very recently, and I took advantage of the uh, new website, Votes PA, and changed my registration to Democrat for the specific purpose of being able to vote in the Democratic presidential primary and express my support for Bernie Sanders. All right, that's, good for you. That, yeah, I've done America, that many times. Uh, yeah. Change parties so I could support an individual. Usually it's someone I know personally, but uh, hey, that's just as good. Well, All right, in what my case, it was different. I, I've been watching this impeachment process since it started, and 
you know, actually I've gotten to the point where I'm only paying cursory attention to it. But what I have decided in my own mind, and this is just my mind, <clears throat> I believe there's essentially three groups of people in politics. There's the people on the left, and Bernie Sanders represents them. There's the people on the right that believe in uh, capitalism, free market capitalism, putting America first, and that's represented by Donald Trump. And then there's these people in the middle. They're, in my mind, they're kind of nebulous. They, they want power, and they want control, and they're not necessarily interested in what's best for the country. They're, they're, in my mind, they're selfish. They believe that they have to control me and my family and how I live my life. So <clears throat> I want to ignore those people. And on this next election, I want to see Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump go head-to-head in an election so that the whole country can be focused on what they stand for and what they say and make a decision on whether we want to be a socialist country or a capitalist country. And because of that, that's why I switched to Democrat, and just specifically so that I had the opportunity to vote for Bernie Sanders, because, number one, I think he represents a socialist, and number two, I think the Democrats, when I say those people in the middle that want power, I think they screwed him over last election, and I think they're trying to, again, and I'm always for the person, the underdog, and the person that's being put down, so I want to I support Bernie in this election to have a head-to-head battle with Donald Trump and let America decide. Now, it could be a watershed moment, and it would certainly uh, let you know uh, what the folks think uh, about the capitalists, the American society that we've, we've had uh, compared to uh, the more socialist, uh, communist side that uh, Bernie Sanders promotes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that would, that would certainly uh, uh, allow us to, uh, you know, take a look and uh, reassess America because you would have uh, two opposites, and they wouldn't attract. Exactly. And, and to, to further my position on this, it just came out now on the news last night that President, you know, former President Barack Obama is thinking of coming out, and they used the word attack Bernie Sanders, but I, I really I don't think he would specifically come out and attack him. I would hope not, but I would. They, they're saying that he's going to you know, come out and try to undermine uh, his uh, support. Well, p- and, part and, of Obama's deal is 90% of what President Obama wants to do is to make sure his legacy lives on, whatever that legacy is, which is hard to explain. But uh, he, he's out for himself. And like I said, 90% is out for himself. He might have 10% that he's thinking about something else, golf game, uh, whatever. But uh, no, you know, by him not supporting Biden, by him if he comes out against uh, Sanders, that that will tell you a lot. But I, I think you have a point here about the uh, middle. The middle group are, are people who are just happy to be there to a point. They get frustrated when they're not in power, so they fight like heck to get the power back. A lot of them are globalists. A lot of them feel it's not fair for America to be where it's at. It's it was a, a nation that was set up on false uh, pretense and you know did the wrong things. And you know it's it's not fair. We should be head and shoulders above most countries. Uh, and and uh, so it, it is. It's the the um, the information and what's coming out about how people feel about the country is is very interesting. And I think the Trump administration, Donald Trump himself, has has made that a priority to say, hold it. Is it important for you as an American citizen to have a country that is uh, proactive, looking out for its own? helping its neighbors, 
But for the most part, if America is healthy, does that make the rest of the world a better place? And, and some people say no, and some people say yes. Well, I completely agree with you on that position, Ben. And for the people that think that it's not fair for America to be where we are, our position in the world right now, well, I can tell you what, if we're not in that position, there's a couple of countries waiting to take our place, namely Russia and China, and I would reverse that and say China and then Russia. And let me tell you what, I do not think the world would be a much better place with them being the, you know, the supposed leader of the free world. Well, it's not a free world. Yeah, Russia is wannabes with nuclear weapons. Russia can't even, they can't govern themselves. The Chinese are the ones to watch out for because the Chinese are, um, hmm, let's put it politely, they're, 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 they're out to control Look what they do within their own country. Um, it, it's uh, they're 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 somewhat, uh, uh, I guess, fictionists in the way that uh, uh, what they feel about themselves and the reality isn't working out. And look what's happening to them now. Look what uh, Donald Trump's done to them now. Their economy's down. They're starting to to wither uh, within. Uh, so, but but China is the culprit for the world. And look at their uh, their Belt and Road program, and you can see what uh, what they're up to. All right, thank you and so much. And trying to get a foothold. Oh, could I just comment on the uh, president at the uh, rally? Uh, very briefly, sure. Go ahead. Okay. The only the only thing I think America is going to hear about him being there is if the mainstream media figures out that they can present him there in a way that will uh, tarnish uh, conservatives, tarnish Trump, and bolster the left. They're not going to report on him being there unless they can do it in a way that hurts him, because I've been to these rallies down there, and they get minimal coverage unless they can uh, turn it against conservatives and people with the right to life. Well, they already started by the news release uh, we just read here that, that says uh, uh, he's looking for white evangelical voters. Well, he's looking for evangelical voters. Uh, so right. you, you can see it there, and then people say the media isn't biased. Well, just, just look at that one word in that sentence in that news, uh, news release. Yeah, yeah. How, how do my uh, people who and my family who aren't white feel about uh, that news report, thinking that they're being ignored? That's yeah. You're right about that. I, I didn't catch that. Yeah, that's 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 really bad in my mind. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for calling in. We have open phones. If you've heard anything you agree with in the past 20 minutes, call us immediately. One eight hundred. Seven nine five nine five six five. If you've heard anything you disagree with in the past twenty minutes, call us at one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We got a couple of texts pending, and we got some emails, and we would just love to hear from you. Now, let's talk about the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership mm-hmm. since nineteen fifteen, Fourth Street, Sunbury, and Routes eleven and fifteen, Hummel's Wharf. I find out lots and lots and lots more about them at sunburymotors.com. I spend a lot of time there making sure that the quick lane's all clear for me to go down there, which it always is. <laughs> I built. My new Ranger on uh, SunburyMotors.com. No, you you got to move up to the Raptor. Oh, we're gonna. Oh, you, you gotta, I want a Raptor ra- Ranger. There's a they have a, oh. a blendification that's a super fast. Well, that would be you. Ranger pickup. Uh, when's the last time? What are you talking about? When's the last time you drove a Sunbury Motor Company sedan? Oh, less than an hour ago. Yeah, you're you're about ready. You less should, than an hour ago. You're going to be ready soon. So get ready. But uh, no, but uh, I would even think you might even look at the uh, Lincolns. Lincolns or the Hyundai's. 
You mean the uh, you're, you Navigator pickup truck? Yeah, that, that Navigator pickup truck could be you. But I, I still say in the springtime, when it's springtime, I think of you in April going down 4th Street in that Mustang convertible. You like that, huh? You've mentioned that a couple times. <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565. We're enjoying open phones. Call and sh- us. And she's driving, right? Call us immediately. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, i got to finish talking about the Sunbury Motor Company. Yes, I Googled oh. it. Uh, you can put a lift kit on a Navigator pickup truck. There's a couple pictures of them right here. I'll show you one oh, off mic, and so you can definitely do that. Uh, 1-800-795-9565 is our open phone. Back to what our important point here about the Sunbury Motor Company. You can find them on the web at sunburymotors.com. Check out all of the brand-new Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincolns that they got for sale. You can find hundreds of pre owned vehicles that are literally in perfect condition, and they would just uh, love to make sure uh, that they take good care of you while you are there and uh, online, and they'll take good care of you in person as well. It's the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915. <laughs> good music. Thank you so much. You give me a warm feeling here. All right, uh, Neil Young, in case she didn't catch the connection, new U.S. citizen, only, only, uh, you know, they say you shouldn't run for office if you're a one-issue candidate. Well, he probably shouldn't become a U.S. citizen if it's just a vote against President well, Trump. Well, holy smokes, he's got all the benefits of being a U.S. citizen. Already. That's, uh, well, that's on. true. Yeah, here's Daryl Hannah. Yeah. That counts well, for something. Does, does she all right, some of our emailers say, uh, Senator Casey continues to propagate the lies of the Democrats. My, how mm. un biased of him says one of our good listeners. Another one says, good morning. The Watsontown dogfight story is disturbing. It should be known some people have walked by my house to try to get our dogs to chase them. I hope this person gets out of the charges. Dogs will be dogs. And let's see. We need to change. Uh, let's see. Here we go. We need to change. Uh, we, we all need to change. Oh, okay. Democrats thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry. We all need to change the Democrats to make Washington hear us people of the United States of America. Oh um, <laughs> another one says, I love how Prince Charles passed up shaking Vice President Pence's hand. I would also like to say Trump held $391 billion for Ukraine to fight off uh, Russia. This is very no. not American. Yeah, it's in the... Uh, Texter is missing. There was numerous pictures of uh, Prince Charles and Vice President Pence together, and also to uh, 391 to Ukraine was there. they got that, and particularly there was five, four or five meetings before they got the money that the Ukrainians never mentioned the money was being held up. So uh, th- th- this will all come out, but the uh, Democratic talking points or the mass media talking points won't quite work real well under Republican we'll scrutiny that. starting well, tomorrow. Under, under just some scrutiny. So well, they're going to poke and, holes and, and some regular things, and maybe Adam Schiff can find out who the real Mr. Z is. Mr. Dan is on the line from New Berlin. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. Good program today. Why, the one reason man, many evangelicals, probably most of them, support President Trump is his pro-life position. He's very outspoken about it, and that's the reason they support him. And don't forget, there's probably more black evangelicals 
than there are white, then they they support the president too. I get here on the cable, I get about four or five Christian networks. Plus, I have an antenna, and I get one or two over the air. And believe me, the real black evangelicals and Pentecostals, which fall into evangelicals, they support President Trump. And even the regular black population in general, the support has, has probably tripled from the last election for President Trump. The country is pretty divided. I mean, polls show that. I mean, even a most biased Mm. poll would show that the country is divided. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I I know there's plenty of Christians who support the president. I would question those polls, and I'd question the accuracy. But, Dan, I would say if you have that many Christian channels, that's a heck of a lot of amens during a day. That's a lineup. Amen. I learned a lot from that, how, how the feeling's going for Trump. And it has not, no evangelical Christian broadcasting have ever turned their back on Trump yet. And I get the Sun Life broadcast, which is the Jimmy Swigert network, and they're 100% behind Trump. And in their church down in Baton Rouge, half their congregation are black members. And they have black members on their talk show, Francis and Friends, and they're they, they're all back Trump, and they appreciate the job that he's doing for all Americans. Yeah, black. Dan, Dan, let's break yes. this down. Like, if you look at history, here, here's what's very interesting: is how the Democratic Party has been taking advantage of, or taking advantage of the uh, the black vote. And if you look at the Civil Rights Bill, uh, it took Republicans to to pass that. And uh, you know, v- very interesting when you look at history and look at the, the hypocrisy. And you know, if Rebe- Republicans were that bad for for the black population, it took a Republican president to you know, free the slaves, uh, you know, the, the, the history and, and some of the uh, verbiage and then also the, uh, the what what history has shown us coming forward since the civil rights, it, it's quite interesting. And the uh, the Democratic Party has, has basically taken advantage of this voting block. And where where are they today? Are they are they better off today than they were 30 years ago? You hope to a degree they are. Uh, the United States, you know, people say how racist the United States is. Well, we we elected a president who was partially black. I mean, you know, uh, so you know, how, how racist can our country be? And compare it to some other countries that uh, that uh, what they do to their minorities. So, uh, so I, I, I would say historically, uh, it's very interesting to, to see how some of the facts don't line up with the narrative that the Democratic Party tries to create today. All right. Thank you so much, Dan. Thanks for calling in. You bet. You guys have a good one. Good talking with you. I do appreciate you calling in. All righty. Uh, no, Dale, Dale, you are on the mark. Go right ahead. Yeah, with the property reassessment, uh, usually when they do that, they're looking for more revenue. 
Basically, that's it. I okay. don't see how that could work because a third of the people pay less taxes afterward, and yeah. it costs them $3 million to accomplish. I think most counties would try to achieve fairness. Uh, so you think it'll go down then? Everybody's taxes go down? No, no, I'm sorry. I, I, maybe you didn't hear me. I said a third of the people see their property taxes go down, a third see them go up, and a third see them stay the same. Plus, it costs the county about $3 million, so they don't get any revenue from it. I mean, it costs them money to do it. In fact, there's laws to prohibit them from doing a reassessment in order to up their taxes. I mean, they can wiggle it a little bit, you know, a small percentage, but they can't come out with a big, you know, 5% or 10% increase in revenue just through a reassessment. Assessment. That's prohibited. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm like just wondering, you know, with the uh, online gambling, sports betting, and uh, casinos that we were promised, you know, taxes and eliminating the school taxes. Yeah, you and I aren't paying any taxes, Dale. Did you notice that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I, didn't I, work out too good. I mean, you know, with, you know, all that extra revenue coming in, I understand that, you know, government got larger in the state and in the federal level. I mean. But, uh, like I said, they're getting more aggressive. I mean, I mean, Trump is, is a Republican, but Republicans are always been for smaller and more efficient government. But Trump, in his three years, hired two times as much government as Obama did in eight. So, you know, I guess why I've Hold it, Dale. Hold it. He, you got the hold on on yeah, that. Yeah, hold it. He hired more people. Two times what Obama did in eight years, and he did in three years. He hired two times. He put, well, basically, he put uh, different. Give, give me a source. Give me a source on, on that. Is that governmenthiring.com? They already said it. I mean, well, I, hold I mean, it. No, I, no, 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 it hasn't. He has not filled a numerous positions. Numerous positions. Uh, sub, yeah, subsecretary, deputies, sub, 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 sub this. I, 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 the burden of private sector because they the tax part and they put it to the government. That's the way he did it. That's the way he operated. So no, like Dale. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, this is this is not. Hold it. You're so telling, you're telling me he made more government more efficient. No, you're you're telling me the president, the Trump administration has hired more government workers in the three years, three years he's been there than eight years. Okay, there there has to be a source for that. So we'll find that out. And and, and if you're right, uh, we'll we'll certainly uh, talk about it here in the air. But I'm well, I'm, I'm not talking, seeing those I'm numbers. State and federal employees. I'm not talking. Well, what does the Trump administration have to do with the states? The states hire their own people. Come on. Yeah, yeah. You're right there, but I'm just saying. <laughs> well, so now your number's strange. That right. you know, if you're including federal and state, now you're not including states. So then, well, where's what the if number? The federal government's putting a higher burden on the state, and the state has no other choice but to hire. All right, hold on, guys. Thank you so much. Thank well, you, there Dale. Is, there Thanks is some unfunded mandates. Stand by, correct. please, uh, Ben. Thank you, Dale. Thanks for checking in. All right, last caller before a quickie break. Al, you are on the mark. All right. Good morning. I, uh, I'm calling about the impeachment and that's built on nothing but lies which we'll find out about and then um, also on the walk for life rally down in Washington DC today mm. <clears throat> it's a big deal and yes and the first time a president ever spoke at that and that's one of the main reasons I wanted to vote for Donald Trump and I will continue to vote for him is 
he does believe that every life is precious and he's he's willing to go down there and, and he, he leads by example he's there today with the other people that believe that way and he's going to speak to them and he's going to lift our spirits because someday we'll figure out that Roe versus Wade was an illegal act it wasn't made by law lawmakers it was made by the judges and it really should not be standing as a law and, and, and you have a point against, there it's against God's law well, well, but you have a point there. There's legal scholars who have, you know, taken, you know, taking the act out of abortion, but they've they've discussed it, and legally it is very suspect. Uh, now put the emotional side of abortion in, then it becomes what it is. But there there is some uh, some uh, legal scholars who it are, are asking done. about it. It was illegally done. They they cannot make laws out of. The judges. Well, and that's the judges that's are a not point. There to make laws. Legislators, to yeah, legislators have to make laws. laws. You, you know, no, I there there there's uh, there's support for that to be, and if they if they're going to do that, then do it legally in, instead well, of by the uh, by judges. Well, legally, correct. legally, if that is so, and they would have to prove otherwise, President Trump could go ahead and say this was an illegal act right from the beginning, and he could, like Obama said, my pen and my paper. You know, I just do what I want to do, and and I don't think uh, that would be hard. That would be hard to get it through these days, I believe, if right. it went back to the courts. Well, I think it's going to go to the courts now. I mean, every every other state's trying their laws. They're trying to get them up to the Supreme Court. I don't know if the Supreme Court has received any yet, but uh, you know, half a well, dozen we're states. Ab- yeah, we're getting absolutely demonistic about it. If you listen to the the governor of Virginia. I yes. mean, that is horrific to have somebody born laying there on a table, and then you're going to talk about it if you want to keep that life viable? Yeah, Let me that, just tell you something that's in the Bible. Right. When Jesus' mother, Mary, meant Elizabeth, which was John's mother, John the Baptist's mother, John the Baptist leaped for joy in the womb. So he must have been alive, he leaped, right? He, he leaped <laughs> for joy in the womb, and that comes from the Bible. So that just tells you that it doesn't matter. Those those little babies in there can hear the music. They can hear good things that go on. And they can hear bad things that go on. They won't know the difference, but they can feel the difference. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Al. Thanks for checking yep. in today. Really yep. appreciate Bye. it. All right, we are talking about the March for Life and the president's presence there. A first time ever for any president in the United States. The March for Life, I don't know how long that's been going on, but the first time a president mm. went there, probably 40 years or so. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it is in the that column. Uh, let's see, you talked a little bit about the impeachment. The Democrats have mm-hmm. laid out a very cogent, concise, and very obvious uh, case, but, of course, the <laughs> Republicans are already starting to poke holes in it. They to, start the, to who did they lay that out? Oh, to the senators last night. Oh, okay. Night. okay. Uh, let's see. We talked about property tax reassessment. I think we're done with that topic, but uh, we're on the topic of the impeachment. Of course, we had uh, Mayor Karlovich on the news line earlier today. We got a stack of emails. We got a caller standing by, and we got a stack of texts. Oh, everything that's been presented to us has gone on the radio, so we're going to mm. take a quickie break, and we are going to return and uh, sift through these. Join the queue on texting by sending a message to 70236. Join the email crew at uh, on the market about the KOK.com and enjoy one of the three open lines at 1 800 795 9565. Let's see. 
1-800-795-9565. One of our listeners says, yes, the impeachment is all lies. Trump lied all the way to jail. <laughs> not yet. Maybe later, but not yet. Uh, we the people are not helpless. Unite and fight. Call the United States Capitol switchboard to leave a message for any senator in particular. Uh, just look up the zip code for any senator. If you'd like to leave a message for, uh, when you input the zip code, you'll be connected to the voicemail of the senator you're wanting to leave the message for. Now go out and fight for our country. Uh, let's see, another leader says, talk racist Trump is also guilty of that accusing Obama not of being an American. Oh, okay, yeah. he thinks it's racist that he accused Obama of not yeah, being I think an American. That, that started uh, the Hillary Clinton campaign uh, way back in 06, 0506. Well, uh, and another listener says, yeah, the Ukraine still doesn't have all their $11 billion. Yeah, if they didn't get all their money, you don't, you don't think that would be, uh, you don't think Rachel Maddow would be l- waving that around on MSNBC or Chris Hayes or um, the uh, real cerebral Lawrence O'Donnell uh, would be uh, discussing that. Okay. <laughs> and, but, but hold on, what, go back to his first one that he put. And uh, they're gone. Uh, well, hold it. The first one said, uh, uh, "Do you see how tall tra- uh, no, no, Baron Trump one. is?" Skip hold that. it. Skip, no, this skip. shows the credibility of it. All right, Bob, you are on the mark. Thanks for checking in. Oops. Ah, uh, good morning, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, March for Life. Maybe I can give you a different perspective, seeing how I have since the 80s have attended at least 10 of the March for Lives in Washington, D.C. myself. So these have been going um, on for 30 years then, or is it uh, even longer? Actually, the first, the, uh, Roe v. Wade passed 72. January 22nd of 1973. The first March okay, for Life okay. was January 22nd, 1974. Oh, okay. Ooh. And for up until recent years, was always January 22nd was the day. That they would do the march, then they decided to go towards the weekend closest to that date because of travel concerns, because people literally coming from all over the United States, um, which is why it, it's being held today um, rather than on Wednesday, you know, in the middle of the week. But my perspective, and, I, and, I, and I've attended, like I said, the first time was, I think, in 1983, um, as a high school student um but some of the things that was first off it is enormous something that's way underreported by the media way underreported um and very peaceful the only confrontations of any kind you see is usually the counter protesters trying to goat people into a fight I mean, they will spit on the marchers, they will throw things at the marchers as they're walking, trying to get a response so that then they could say, oh, that there was a violent protest. Um, <laughs> the other thing camera. is, I, I remember going, and of course you march up Constitution Avenue from the, um, the mall up to the Capitol and then on to um, the Supreme Court. And I remember being up there at the top of the hill and looking down Constitution Avenue. Now, I was about midway through, and I could still see people all the way down to the mall, and literally from one curb to the other, the entire street, which is a very wide street. Yeah, so would you say Um, then you're talking hundreds of thousands of people? 
Yes, and then I come home and I read the local. I, I read the, the the AP report in the newspapers and that where it said almost twenty five thousand people attended the March for Life. <laughs> yeah, but Bob, that that's been the it's media hundreds. for for decades and eons, and the slant the media has had. And yes, we have a free press, but do you have an honest press? And it's great to have a free press, but you know, I mean, you question, you're, you're question their how honesty. They tried to crucify that young boy last year yeah. at the March for Life. Yeah, the Kentucky oh, Catholic School. Face to face with a Native uh, American activist. Yeah. Was that and, at the and March? And it was Light? actually mm-hmm. the reverse. It was actually that the the gentleman beating the drum went yeah. into his face. Right. He didn't go face to face no, with it. You know, yeah, he just I didn't say one, just, I didn't say one didn't side the, or the other perpetrated. He didn't know I the guy was ended up face to face. Yeah, he didn't know if the guy was um, you know, chanting a religious thing, you know, as an American Indian and you know, and so he was just sort of just like listening to you know, had no idea, yeah, and was... then became like the poster child of the terrible, you know. And now is suing media, and I know that like CNN just recently. Yeah, they settled. It, um, was, it settled. was Nicholas Sandman, and uh, you know they just settled. But again, Bob, the point is, don't folks. If anything, the Trump administration should have shown you is the press is bias, and it's overly biased in your media. Just look in this story here that Mark read where they talk about white evangelicals. Well, hold it. It's evangelicals. Mm-hmm. But but don't don't be surprised about this, and this has been happening for eons. Well, the story says the president and hopes to shore up a group of white evangelicals. It doesn't say well, that that's and, all that's there. Just, don't uh, read you know more I mean? into it. It says latest there. nod to he, the white evangelical voters. There were, there were people of all right. races, of all creeds, of all colors. Exactly. And the thing is, not only... Is an, that's the National March for Life. Every state has a March for Life the same day, too. So every state capital will have smaller groups that there will be pro, for people who cannot go all the way to Washington. And also in Washington, I noticed that um, a lot of the churches in the area are open and filled to capacity with people who will go on bus trips, but they're elderly or handicapped, and they can't actually do the walk. So they go in, they spend the day praying for the marchers. So they won't actually be in the, on the street. So itself. they're not in. They're, they're not they're in not, that actual count. Counted. But there are tens of thousands of more people that have went specifically to be a part of it, and their part is that, that they pray for those that are able to walk because they're not able to. So they don't get so, counted. I mean, yeah, well, yeah they don't get counted in that that <clears throat> official accurate account. <clears throat> You know, <laughs> nope. We understand, but Bob, it, and uh, you know it's a it's a big deal, and uh, that they don't report and, it, and it's dishonest that they don't report it. So, uh, right, you know, and, 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 and this and is the fact ongoing. That, that the president is going to be there in person is, is a big deal, tremendous big deal. and huge big deal. But yeah, President Reagan did it with today. a um a, an audio. He and he he spoke to the crowd. Um, George H. W. spoke to the crowd audio. Um, I believe uh, George W. Uh, oh, I think they've all checked George in. W. did it with a video. Mm-hmm. So okay. they've, they, there's been many presidents who have at least addressed the crowd. This will be the first sitting president to actually be there. Yep. yep. Okay. Good well, Bob, thanks yeah, that for was a top story on AP today that he was we'll, going uh, to the march. We'll, we'll look at the yeah. coverage on uh, uh, maybe C-SPAN will have it uh, full coverage, but I'm sure. Well, uh, I, I know I know the EWTN, which is a Catholic network, mm-hmm. will carry the entire thing, including the entire march, showing all the people walking by 
their cameras all day long today. So we'll get a count from so, there. Yeah, so for people who have EWTN and want to, and want to watch that and see how enormous it actually is, and then pick up the papers tomorrow and read that there were 10,000 people there to hear the president. And on Sunday, yes. Yeah. Okay, well, Bob, <laughs> thanks for the call. Okay. Thank Appreciate you. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, we got a text message. We got two emails. No callers. So fill up the lines. 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. I'll read the text. It's only about eight words. It says, news people, I don't believe your bias. All right. Perfect. Thank you for that. We'll be right back. If you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai from Sunbury Motors Hyundai. And wow, did you want to have a fun day in 2019? Sunbury Motors increased their year-over-year new Hyundai sales by a whopping 70%. Customers near and far are noticing the savings at Sunbury Motors Hyundai. 2020 Hyundai Tucson's have a discount of over $4,000. New Tucson start at $22,863 with $25 in stock. Sunbury Motors has 12 2020 Hyundai Konas in stock starting at $22,585. Save up to $28,35 on your next new Kona. 70% increase in sales is huge. And so are the savings at Sunbury Motors Hyundai. Choose from 20 Hyundai Santa Fe's with savings up to $45,71. All new Hyundais come with America's best warranty. 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Hurry to Sunbury Motors Hyundai to see how they increase sales by 70%. Sunbury Fourth Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I promised I'd read these emails, and I will do so. I wonder why Fox News isn't covering the impeachment. Could it be the evidence is overwhelming against the grifter Don the Con? Maybe they will have coverage when the defense gets their turn. Adam Schiff has been brilliant. I can't understand why the far, far right is afraid of him and constantly put him down. Here's a Fox viewer statistic from Nielsen and Pew Research. Fox viewers are 98.9% white, average age 68, 59% male, poorly educated, 61% no college, and conservative. P.S. Fox News, because of the National Enquirer, doesn't have a, oh Fox. We need Fox News mm. because the National Enquirer doesn't have a TV station. No, that was overly cerebral. Uh, I guess <laughs> we want to start. Adam Schiff, uh, which uh, maybe which Mr. Z uh, from the emailer was he referring to? And if he has been brilliant, then your your uh, level of brilliancy might need to be sort of uh, recalibrated. You think we got our Z's mixed up? I think Adam did. The parts that I have seen has been I think been that's an arguable point. I think the Republicans are going to put a lot of holes in this tomorrow. Now, we have definitely seen uh, a, the quid pro quo was obvious. That much is a given, mm. but it's not mm. illegal. Not agreeing with you on it, that one. Oh, okay. You don't, you don't, okay, you don't want I, I would stipulate that then just for the sake of discussion. Yeah, okay. But, uh, but it isn't illegal, and it's not impeachable. You know, it certainly is a way to influence friends and make countries help you, but uh, that is not impacting the election, and it's not impeachable. And the well, Senate trial is a colossal, huge, fantastically expensive waste of time. Yeah, and also, on. too, the media is trying to say that these, quote-unquote, senators, particularly Republicans, aren't there. And Chuck Schumer and Klobuchar, Senator Klobuchar, she said, no, they're there. They, you know, people get up and they go out for this. Remember, there's a lot of these senators that if we went on a two-and-a-half-hour 
bus road trip. trip. We'd be stopping we'd for be stopping. some breaks. And that's all we'll say <laughs> so, about that. So. All right. Uh, one of our listeners says, and this is from yesterday, to be clear, I totally agree with Dan. We all have the free will to make that mark on the ballot box where we choose, but I cannot fathom anyone not realizing how much better off we are with Trump than the way Democrats want to change our lifestyle. I want to call these socialist communists, but I know that isn't nice to do. But when someone I am with indicates that they want Trump out, I begin to look at them in a totally different light. Are they insane? Do they miss reading about what Trump has done for us? Oh, yes, I get it after asking them the big why every single time they answer to my question. Do you follow the news on all sides, i.e. Fox News as well as CNN? The answer is always uh, that they couldn't be bothered and they only watch CNN. I try to explain that they're getting false news mostly, but it doesn't seem to matter to them. Where in the world are open minds today? All these trade agreements Trump has made, the way the stock market is reacting to his being in office, the shrunken numbers of unemployed numbers to almost single digits. Well, it is single digits, but uh, what, 3.5? Anyway, as well as the amount of jobs that are out there and were not out there when Obama was in these young people are living in a world today where total confusion is there every day. What Mark, a shame. Mark, again, there's people who do not want America to be as good as it can be. What? And it's the globalists, and keep going on, and great, uh, President Trump had a great outing in Davos at the business meeting, uh, Davos, Sweden, uh, this uh, Switzerland. Uh, I heard that. It was excellent, and you didn't hardly heard anything about it. So, uh, mm, again. It all over WKOK hey, and keep CBS. Li- keep listening on the mark. Get all the information here. This is WKOK Sunbury.